Right on, right on, right on. Welcome to Right On Radio. Happy Friday to you. This is going to be a fun show with some really big news headlines are going to come out today. Everyone is going to be talking about what we are about to say. And when I say we, that is because Jesse is here. And a happy Friday to you, Jesse. Happy Friday to you too, Jeff. So there's a couple things in the news I wanted to talk about. Uh, we're not going to go too deep today until we hit the big headline, the most impressive headline of the day that I have read. And you will want to jump out of your skin and jump for joy when you hear this headline. But first... Let's talk about hunters become the hunted. It seems that even the left is now turning on Hunter. And you know where that leads, Jesse. It's going to load lead to the big guy. Absolutely, it will. And it's getting pretty heated up as well. So one of the things that's important about that story, and if you've been listening to us for a while, when the laptop first came out last year, the Chinese released the contents of the laptop. Now, there's we did I didn't know about the bio stuff because I didn't read every memo or anything. There's a lot of stuff in there, obviously, but we learned about the pay for play. That was enough, and we already knew that because of the previous Ukraine stories from when Joey B was vice president. But what was on the laptop, and only a couple people like Rudy Giuliani have even alluded to it in the U.S., but it's verified. The Chinese released it. The, the guy's doing kitty torture rape. You know, and know. Joey is... <laughs> I had to kind of give the Chinese a hurrah on this one because they released it and sounds like our own government and people who were aware of it did not. That's right. And even in the congressional hearing the other day, uh, you know, Matt Gates is asking the, uh, the guy from the FBI, their cybersecurity expert, where's the laptop? Oh, I don't know. He says, I don't know. Okay, so the White House might be compromised by China, might be compromised by Russia, might be compromised, but I don't know where it is. He says, like, how much more of this can people take? The corruption is over the top. And there's really no excuse. I mean, when I was working at the veteran hospitals, like you, if you accidentally left your laptop or your computer on, um, you know, without logging out, it was like all hell would break loose. The whole hospital would shut down. You'd be investigated. So I just can't see how they lost a laptop. Yeah. And, and listen, we to pile it on top of every other crime, like look, look at Killary, <laughs> you know, what's her kill count is in the thousands of just, just people who partnered with her. We're not talking about people in Benghazi or the horrific things around the world or the 450,000 people she trafficked out of Kazakhstan or, or, 
you know, all these different things she's done. And and listen, there, there was a U.S. Navy guy who took a picture of his workstation inside. It showed nothing classified. He went to jail for years, but yet she puts all of the top U.S. secrets, Secretary of State, on a server in her home and lets it get hacked. You know, password was password. Sometimes the stuff you just can't make it up, Jeff. So why are these people not in jail? Or, Jesse, are they? There's been people putting out posts. Now, we've never really come out and said that these people have been executed or anything. We've never said that. We don't know. Or I don't know. Maybe Jesse does. I don't know. But maybe these things are. But, you know, we keep getting news clips of... Uh, you know, Joey B giving these press conferences and they're not happening at the White House, folks. There's been tons and tons of evidence. It's indisputable. He's not broadcasting from the White House. There's nothing going on. In fact, it looks like a big construction project right now. So what is really going on? And I want to talk about another interesting story that ties into all of this. Because there, what's this? Uh, it's the youngest congressman. He's out of North Carolina or something. A uh, disabled guy. And... Uh, He's like 24 years old. He made it into Congress. And I, I never really trusted this guy. I, you know, I've seen some things that I think he maybe a rhino or something. But he made a tape the other day talking about, you know, the average age of these senators and Congress people is like 60 to 70 years old. And here these guys are doing cocaine in front of him and, and inviting him to orgies. Now, what's interesting is now he's now there's something in the press talking about all these guys are doing orgies and doing coke and stuff, and they're the lawmakers. So why is this story important, and how does this tie in to what's going to be released from Hunters? Could this be the way all this stuff gets revealed, Jesse? I believe it could. You know, we got to ask, what was on his laptop? And from things that, you know, videos people have alluded to or stuff that I saw, you know, that he definitely had images of cocaine and uh, lawmakers and different individuals, children, and, uh, you know, and those sex parties. So I think that that is going to be part of what we have coming forward. So we're seeing a soft sell of this information, getting the public ready to accept that these people are pedos, you know, uh, because that, that's, a, that's a big jump for a normie to make. It's a big jump. And especially, you know, actors and actresses and musicians, you know, to find out that these people are all Satanists. They're, most of them are pedos. You know, they're all corrupt you know, except for maybe five in Congress. So all of this stuff is out. And now Matt Gates and a lot of people think he's a rhino. I actually kind of tend to believe Matt Gates is a good guy because they're going at, they've gone after him so hard. But he entered the hard drive into the congressional record earlier this week. That is big. I love that. I was cheering him on. I was like, yes, thank you. And he he got stopped several times. They tried to redirect and he just kept plowing through. And I was like, go, Matt, go. 
And they even they even kept the uh, they cut the audio from the tapes and stuff like that, so nothing could be heard when they're discussing it because they were panic. It was Panic in DC. By the way, isn't that supposed to be one of the movies, Jesse? Panic in DC. That is one of the movies. Yeah. So there is so much going on, folks. It's a uh, it's a wonderful time to be alive, I suppose. Um, but there's a couple things. Listen, this thing isn't completely over. Uh, even though I'm going to give you a headline that is going to be wild. Listen, the food shortages and stuff like that, people are reporting, well, I go to my store, there's nothing wrong. Listen, folks, I want to tell you something and I want you to hear me clearly on this. It will happen overnight. It's not going to gradually happen. Maybe a little bit here and there because there are some supply chain issues. But when the short store shelves are emptied, they're going to be emptied overnight. Uh, I don't know where you live, what it's like, but even you know when this uh, whole uh, you know Rona thing started about a year, year and a, well two years ago, but it was about a year and a half ago. Uh, all of the major car lots around me, anyways, all their inventory disappeared. Were they selling them? No, they were already starting the supply chain thing. They've put all these things away. Uh, they've put them back in the storage. They're off the lots. It's hard to get it. They were conditioning everyone for it. And it started off with the big three in North America. Jesse, did you see that? I did. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's so important to be prepared as best as we can because, you know, the biggest thing I think that people don't think about is, you know, that you really have to have a stock of water because if you're not near a live water source, you know, that's going to be the first thing that either you run out of or you're going without. And think about, you know, if you don't have a lot of canned foods, um, you need to have a way to prepare staples and usually that will be with water of some sort. So, you know, even if you've got canned beans, like thinking about things, if it comes to that, using the liquid within the beans to make rice or other type of things that have to be cooked with liquids. So start thinking of those things now, you know, have a definite fire source, um, you know, cause there's no guarantee on anything. So water is so key and as i've been mentioning if you're able get enough food for a friend and there's you know some supply things but you know you could do it the old-fashioned way uh look how to salt meat and preserve meat you know get some jars and stuff like that and just start just listen prepare have a couple months folks um maybe even longer you know but uh i don't think it'll go to waste you know um just get ready and you know one of the scariest possibilities out there and and it's really scary because it makes a lot of sense you know we're told that the power grid can get shut down our power grid is vulnerable and by the way they've left it vulnerable for years on purpose okay it's totally vulnerable but worse than that think of this and and honestly i want you to consider this and this isn't fear-mongering okay um 
what if a major EMP attack happens? So an EMP is an electromagnetic pulse. What if not only your electricity doesn't come on, but you can no longer start your car? Your phones are cut. Every electronic thing is cut out, gone, doesn't work anymore. Where does that leave you? How do you get in touch with the people that you love? How do you reconcile things? How do you get through that? Uh, it would probably only be a measure of time, but after something like that, it no nothing would ever go back to normal. If they wanted to pull off the dark reset, as I call it, like the World Economic Forum reset, uh, that makes a lot more sense than a nuke to me, uh, a, a, you know, a uh, EMP pulse, and it's totally possible. They've been preparing us for it in the movies for years. Yeah, I agree, and um, I think if they're going, you know, if the enemy is going to try to do something big, that it probably will be a scare in that direction. You know, so the best thing's just to, you know, be prepared and, you know, also, you know, be in the word, remember the power of God and, you know, remind yourself that we're not helpless, that the creator of all the earth is with us. And, um, you know, <clears throat> the, the first thing they tell you in an emergency situation is, you know, be able to control your emotions and, things like that. So, you know, you may be the sounding board for all of your neighbors and things like that. And I was trying to think what else I want to say about that, but, you know, think com community wise as well. Supplies can get extended easily if you have more than one person working together. So uh, be creative and just talk with your neighbors about it and be ready. Yeah, and not only that, but having people and I and I and what Jesse said is really important. Your neighbors, uh, or at least people who are you know within a reasonable walking distance, uh, having a plan and you know having a posse at that point in time. And it's not like you don't want to help people out, but people when people go without food and they go without water, um, and not to mention so many people are electrified through the. Uh, stuff that's now in their veins because they're dumb. And, uh, you know, we don't know what the society would look like at that time. It would probably not look good and there would be a lot of danger. And so, you know, there is strength in numbers and that's something you'd want to consider as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, with that, I include, you know, I would encourage like just being prepared medically for things that may happen you know, and, and your first, um, you know, protection always has to be of your family, but you know, when there's food shortages, when people are scared, that's, you know, their first thing they're going to start to do is plunder and, uh, you know, try to steal whatever they can. So, you know, maybe setting up if stuff happens, you know, coordinate within your community, community watches and, you know, make decisions about how you're going to protect yourselves. That's right. And listen, people are capable of the most, the most ordinary people are 
capable of the most extraordinary acts when they're desperate. When you have no water and people have no food and people are zombified, <laughs> you know, um, listen, it, it just, uh, there, there's, there's some real concern with all of this. And we say this not to scare you because as Jesse mentioned out, God is in control and God will provide, but also, you know, God has told us that these things will happen. There'll be famines, there'll be rumors of wars, there will be all these different things. So, you know, in some aspects we want to prepare, but at the same time, you want to be able to help those around you. And, and I really believe that God will honor you by being able to do that as well. So, you know, so you don't have to be stingy. It's like, okay, you know, here, you're in my circle, uh, you know, let's, uh, we'll, we'll share it till it runs out, you know, just cause I have more than you do doesn't mean anything. It just, you know, surround yourself with the people you love and trust God through it, but make as much preparations as you are able to. And everyone's in a different spot. Some people don't have enough room for storage. Some people don't have money to do these things. And, uh, you know, wherever you're at, God loves you just the same. And, uh, just take that and don't be fearful of, uh, of things like this coming, do not have fear because if you have fear, you're egging it on. Uh, fear is the energy that the enemy thrives off of. Uh, so in fact, you know, take it the other way, just increase your faith, increase your faith and, uh, and believe in God through this. But if you're able, make as many preparations as you can. Yes, I agree 100%. All right, so this is going to be a fairly short show, but I wanted to do a show today, and I wanted to make a couple announcements, and the first one is I want to thank you so much to everyone, and a lot of people have uh, given us the pod points. If you look at the top of the screen, at least it shows on mine, I hope it shows on yours, you see a silver medal there, and that's because we achieved the amount of pod points to get us into that category. We're now in the top 10 and now, uh, at this level, Podbean recommends us on the live streams. And so we're going to pick up new listeners and things like that uh, through this. And it, it's really because of you. It has nothing to do with myself, nothing to do with Jesse or anyone else. It has to do with you guys and your generosity that has really made that possible and keeping the chats going and you know all these things feed into their algorithms. Uh, but I announced at the very beginning of last month that the one who gave the most pod points, and yes, it was an ethical bribe, <laughs> um, would win a super duper prize. And uh, that person could not win two months in a row because it, it, we just want it to be fair for everyone. So at this point, oh, and by the way, I want to say not only did we hit the silver medal, we almost hit the gold level. Almost <laughs> like it, close, and I'm not even trying to put over that. Almost, that's so that's so awesome. Congratulations, Jeff. Yeah, that, that's really good. Now, the other thing is to hit the gold level, we have to do 12 broadcasts as well, and we we did nine lives uh, for that. So you know, it was it was my shortcomings that probably held us off of there, but. Uh, that's what it is, and I just wanted to say your generosity was fantastic. And I did say that the winner would win a big prize. I did some math this morning. I had to go through 
all the pages and add up. Uh, so I was able to add up only a few uh, people that really stood out because they, you know, it was it was in the, you know, there's three people that were really contenders to win this. And I want to announce the winner right now. And by the way, even if she is not on the program, she still will win the prize. And I hope she hears it later. If, if uh, she doesn't contact me, then I will put it on to uh, the next live that we do and re-announce it. Uh, but uh, the person who won, I want you to send me an email to writeonjeff at gmail.com and just put winner in the description and I am going to contact you back. Now, I don't want to announce what the prize is on this program because it is so big. I don't know that I can do it every time. But the winner for the month of March is Lisa DLM. So, Lisa, thank you kindly for your generosity. Please send an email to writeonjeff at gmail.com. Yes, congratulations, Lisa. Yeah, it's a good one, Lisa. You're going you're gonna to want to claim that prize, that's for sure. Um, so, listen, a um, couple other things uh, that I'm just going to take advantage of before I get to the headline of the day. And the other thing is, uh, some of you uh, who are listening right now have taken the Creative Wealth Through Stewarding course, and so you knew I was coming out with a real estate course, and I've talked a little bit about it on air. Um, I'm literally just waiting for videos to upload, and the pre-sale will start this afternoon. There will be a short, uh, about a three-minute message that you'll want to listen to because it has some details on how you save money. Uh, during the pre-sale. Uh, so you'll want to listen to that message. It'll only be about three minutes long. It'll come out later today, but I'm just waiting for things to load up. So a big announcement about the real estate course on Right On You uh, will be out today, and it is a big deal. Uh, the other thing, or should I just go to the headline, Jeff? Um. Yeah, it is a little torturous when you hold it out so long, Jeff. So let's do the headline. All right. Well, I will tease it out a little bit because I'm getting good at this. <laughs> and I know it bugs people, but apparently it works in good way. <laughs> so some, some information that I've known for a while and Jesse, I'm sure, is familiar with. And we might not agree 100% with the person who said it, but uh, a video is going viral of David Strait right now talking about the calendar. And, you know, he says, what is the uh, what does sept mean? And it means seven. What does oct mean? It means eight. What does nove mean? It means nine. What does dec mean? It means ten. So he's saying that September... Uh, October, November, December, this is the 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th month, and not the 9th, 10th, and 11th, and 12th, right? So he goes through a bit of a spiel, and what he informs us is that April 1st is the actual first day of the year, so I want to be the first one to say Happy New Year to you, everyone. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! Um, it's interesting also that it 
you know, if we're thinking where that calendar came from and we've been breaking down the system, um, you know, Jeff, and so we go back to, you know, what what are those first things connected to the foundation, um, to uh, the first dimension? So it gets kind of interesting when you really know what's all behind it. And, you know, with that in mind, then it makes sense as to why the 24th and my birthday in April were such a big deal to the system. And yeah, so someone had put ha- happy uh, uh, April Fool's Day. So no, 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 th- this is serious. Uh, there's a, there's really a legitimate claim that April 1st, and if you think about it, uh, when you go back in history, coming into the spring was a new birth, right? It's the, uh, the you know, everything comes to life again, and they're going through the equinox and all this stuff. And uh, so, you know, the, the old calendars, you know, going back even to the Sanskrit versions, we're claiming this. And then, you know, the, uh, of course, you know, and they, they all have to do with frequency as well. And the system has always wanted to hide this stuff from us because they don't want us to know how powerful we actually are. Yep. I, I agree. That's exactly what they do is they do hide stuff. And also to mess up you know, we think about everything in the universe revolved around the cycles that God had created, you know, back in Genesis 1, where he said, you know, that the stars, the um, the moon, the sun, all of that would regulate time, seasons, events, things like that. So by messing that up and confusing it for us, you know, it really hinders us from walking in that authority that God has given us according to the things that he's already pre-planned out. That's right. So how does that tie into today's headline? So the most impressive headline that I read today, are you ready? I said, we are ready. We are ready. Ladies and gentlemen, today is the first day of your new constitutional republic in the United States. Hallelujah and congratulations to you. Trump has been reinstated and JFK Jr. is the vice president of the United States. Uh, I think I want to be like, I'm not sure how to react. That's right. We've been talking about it for years. It has finally happened, and it happened today. Oh, Sheila is a doubter. <laughs> but I am getting some woohoos. And listen, I'm telling you the truth. This was a legitimate headline that I wrote, read today. Uh, obviously, it's not on the mainstream media. All this stuff isn't there. But I legitimately read that today. And. I have no way to verify it. So yes, uh, April Fool's. But I did read it. <laughs> I was wondering because I was like, well, none of this has been confirmed yet. You know, I, I, I would say reinstated could be switched up a bit because as far as I know, he, he's never left office. So 
you know, but we still have to verify if Junior's alive or not, Jeff. Well, this is true, but listen, I, I, I'm telling you, um, look, there's no way, obviously I said it as a little bit of an April Fool's thing. Uh, however, it almost makes sense to me that that could be happening in the background and it's ready to come public now. Uh, it's certainly time for it to come public. It can't go much further. If the white hats are in control, it can't go much further. And that's why I wanted to start it off with the Hunter laptop and that the uh, Clay Madison guy, uh, the young congressman, because we've known about the corruption. The corruption has been in our face. Listen, but people are starving. People, you know, are living on the streets all across America. People are, you know, can't afford gas to go to work anymore. Uh, like it, it's really, really bad. And what's Joey B giving a speech about yesterday? transgender day yeah because that is the most important thing in the world and then and kamala that comes on and does this speech about uh they've revoked a law and they've made lynching illegal so in one day it's transgender day and now lynching is illegal in the united states because of course transgenders and lynching are everywhere like that's the majority it's okay jeff it will all be made up in in a couple weeks on the 24th you know years ago that was made earth day it also you know is gay day um i believe they also made that one transgender day so we might have to dispute because i don't know legally if they can have two transgender days and you know I just, it has to be on my birthday on the 24th. I'm just saying, like, they can't take it away after they already gave it. So we'll have to figure that one out. So, Jesse, speaking, and, and we know every year, like, your your birthday is like a high holiday for these Luciferians in the system, and they do all kinds of crap, and they usually make you feel really bad <laughs> on your birthday. Uh, I know last year we've never talked about it publicly and I won't say it today, uh, but it was horrific what you uh, found out on your birthday last year. So uh, just out of curiosity and out of humanitarianism and that and in behalf of the audience, what will you be doing on your birthday and how do you prepare for your birthday? Well, since it's also, it is the high holy day, day for Baal, um, and it falls right into a ritual, you know, it's actually like a week-long ritual, and so that's the grand high climax. And there are, you know, that's one of the highest nights for sacrifices. Um, so that gives people like a clue of what happened on my birthday last year. But um you know, I'll have my eyes open and as always, you know, um, trying to prevent stuff like that from happening. And you know exactly what I want to do this year for my birthday, Jeff. Maybe people could send suggestions over the next couple weeks of things that might be fun because I don't think I've ever actually had like a really fun birthday. Well, you know what? And I'm just, I'm just speaking out loud. I'm just, this is a brainstorm, so don't hold us to it or anything like that. But Jesse, maybe, you know, I've got one of these uh, big Zoom paid accounts. Maybe we should do 
like a big Zoom meeting and invite as many listeners that can come on in as possible. And we'll do some kind of a virtual celebration from all around the world, including prayer. Uh, let's not decide this definitively. I'm just going to put it out there. What do you think of the idea? I think that would be fantastic. So yeah, let's talk and we'll come up with some ideas and refine that a bit. All right. So maybe we're having a birthday party for Jesse and for once we can keep her somewhat happy and maybe even save some people through our collective prayer. Uh, which would be a beautiful thing. And of course, prayer is our weapon of mass destruction. And we can destroy, we can make sure all their little magic voodoo sigils and their little instruments and, you know, their cat hair and all this stuff. And I'm just, you know, pulling stuff out of my head now as I don't actually know what they use. But <laughs> it's like, you know, you, there's got to be some truth to that stuff that they do these things and uh you know so we'll make it go bad yeah i'm i'm reading comments here too and just had to laugh i th paul maddie um says i think jesse's dream birthday will be with the obamers <laughs> so i had to laugh at that <laughs> yeah that's good it's funny i i keep i try to keep up on chat with the military analyst but uh, I just can't do the, I can't really study the chat and, uh, and talk and think at the same time. I'm a very simple man, Jesse. You know, I did, I did have, you know, and I don't want to take away or make this all about my birthday, but I was thinking too, one of the best birthday surprises I ever got was somebody had, you know, went out and anointed a place that I've talked about in my childhood and then sent me pictures of that. So you know, things like that are just really great and cool. So I I'd love stuff like that if people want to think of fun, creative ideas. I've also gotten videos. If you um, have heard the stories about bathroom confessions, um, I got videos, a virtual birthday card with a lot of bathroom confessions last year that made me laugh. So you know what? Humor is the best medicine. And yeah, so if you can think of a creative way to uh, put a smile on Jesse's face, we'll encourage you to do that. And of course, you can send things into illuminatethedarkness.com and uh, things like that. Reach out to her uh, through it. So, Jesse, that's all I got for today. <clears throat> um, so, if you didn't hear the announcement, uh, was it? Yeah, it was last night uh, that, uh, you know, I'm just going to be basically taking a bit of a break from all the regular shows for the next couple of weeks while we're kicked off YouTube. I've never taken a break. And by the way, it's over 350 episodes. I know that we, you see episode 282 and 283, but there's a whole bunch of episodes that I've put up uh, that don't have numbers. And I do it because they're not the standard right on radio episode it's something a little bit different in fact like these live uh episodes that we do here i don't give them a proper episode number because they i just treat them as a as kind of one-off shows and not more of the uh documentation uh, of our shows so over 350 shows i have not taken a break so uh jeffy gonna take a break and uh and do the honeydew list and things like that <laughs> you know uh literally you need that, Jeff. I've encouraged you to take breaks before. You are a hard worker. I will give you that. Yeah, and I've never taken a break, but I'll tell you, since I got it into my head on Tuesday, Jesse, 
I have slept four nights in a row, almost like, like six, seven hours each night for four nights in a row. I, this is like the first time ever. We all need that good restorative sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, uh, but we will be doing, uh, you know, probably be coming on doing these Friday lives and the lives are just, these, these are easy. I can do it from my cell phone. I don't have to do video production and load up videos and stuff like that and create channel art. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes into a podcast and, and these are just super easy. So we'll probably do these on a Friday and, uh, and I'm still committed to doing the military analyst on Wednesday. Uh, so please tune in for that. And, uh, Hey, in the meantime, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community.